a lot of workers and employees experience pay cuts as a way for companies to stay afloat amid the pandemic. And personally, I've experienced getting a pay cut and it took me a while to adjust to it and accept it. That's why in this episode, what we're going to talk about would be how to cope with such situation wherein you experience a pay cut. I am Renz Christopher at ito ang Kaperang Goat, ang podcast na tutulong para ang pangarap na ipon ay inyong maabot. Welcome back mga kapera at ito ang ating brand new episode and thank you very much for supporting me so far. Uh, ito ang fifth episode so if hindi mo pa napapakinggan yung mga previous episodes, please, please uh, do support and listen to them. Alright? Let's begin our topic by trying to understand bakit nga ba ang mga employer nag-implement ng pay cuts. Because a lot of us just see the outcome, which is yung parang yung hit sa atin. Pero it's good din to try to understand parang saan ba sila nanggagaling. Because once we start understanding where they're coming from, mas nalilesen yung bitterness. Or hopefully nga, mas malesen yung pain if ever there's pain. Marami sa mga companies, they needed to do this. Kumbaga, it's something that they need to implement to survive. We all know na medyo trying talaga yung time ngayon because of what's happening with our economy. Tumikil nga siya for some time, di ba? At ngayon, gumagapang siya paakyat. So, marami sa mga uh, businesses walang pumasok ng mga sales at wala mga collection. The businesses tried doing some measures like cost-cutting sa ibang mga ways like i-suspend mo na yung mga activities or wala mo na mga events or lilesen yung mga ibang mga projects. But then, all of these efforts, meron lang din silang limitations and sometimes, they won't do the trick. Kumbaga, even if they do this, hindi pa rin sila makaka-survive. So that's why, hopefully, ganito nga yung mga ginawa ng mga companies wherein last resort yung pag-pay cut or the worst would be to lay off employees. Isipin na lang din natin na if you are in their shoes wherein you have your own business, tapos tumigil yung source mo ng mga revenue because hindi ka nga maka-operate, what would you do to your employees? Most of the time, you also think, of doing the same thing because gustuhin mo man i-keep yung employee mo sometimes you just can't afford to pay to them because wala nga rin pumapasok so same din naman yung concept when it comes to these employers probably mahirap din sa kanila yung decision na yun and siguro it took them a lot of discussions before they arrived na parang sige wala na tayong choice let's do some pay cut for sure, may mga companies na hindi ganun yung pag-iisip. Probably, kupal. Masasabi natin kupal yung ibang mga companies na inuna talaga nila na mag-pay cut instead of trying other measures or other ways para makapag-lessen ng cost. May mga ganan at ganyan. Pero, uh, hindi naman ikakabuti ng kalooban natin or parang peace of mind natin. Eh. So, let's just try to generally assume na lang muna na parang sige, isipin natin na pinag-isipan nila to. So, ito na nga. What if nandyan na? Nangyari na eh. I mean, it's something that we don't have any control on. Diba? 
if you are feeling down, I'd like to say that it's normal. And all you need to do is acknowledge mo muna yung nararamdaman mo. Because what you're feeling is a normal response. Yung malungkot ka, yung medyo mas ka when you first hear it, it's very, very much normal. Personally, when I first heard yung news or yung announcement, na-down din talaga ako and it took me some time to acknowledge and eventually accept it. Yung time na yun, iniisip ko na lang na at least meron pa akong trabaho and it's something na parang dapat thankful pa rin ako. At the same time, naisip ko na parang I also need to be empathic enough to our fellow workers na naalis sa trabaho. So kumbaga, what I need to do is just to carry on and be thankful pa rin na nakip ako dito sa trabaho na to. But you don't need to rush the process. Make sure lang na you're taking the steps, no matter how small. Ang important is you're moving forward. When we speak of motivation, it's also normal if you feel demotivated from time to time, especially on the onset. Kumbaga kung bago pa lang, fresh pa lang yung news, it's really normal na parang you feel down, medyo mahirap mag-function. But what we need to do is not to dwell too much on it. Instead, let's try to look for other sources of motivation. Undoubtedly, yung pay, isa yan sa malaking factor kung paano tayo na motivate. Pero it's not just money eh, that motivates us. Kung baga bukod sa pera, marami pa rin namang ways to boost our motivation. So, ano-ano yung pwede nating isipin na lang na para at least ganahan tayo to, to work. Yung isa natin pwedeng isipin is by keeping or sustaining our motivation, we're getting the experience for our growth. Ang pananaw ko is we owe ourselves continuous growth. And if we are demotivated, parang dinedeprive natin yung sarili natin ng opportunity to learn new things or opportunity to hone and master our craft. So, kumbaga, kahit sabihin natin repetitive naman yung ginagawa ko eh. Pero hindi eh. Somehow, it gives you mastery. And if ever man, naniniwala pa rin ako na parang kahit repetitive yan, there are always ways on how to innovate on things. That's number one. The other item or the other motivation would be to think of it as an opportunity to give back. Now, if your company has been good to you, this is our opportunity to express our quote-unquote malasakit and to give back by maintaining our performance. If hindi naman, like kunyari medyo feeling mo na you're always giving more than what you receive from your company, maganda is you take this opportunity to assess to check if talaga nga bang there's nothing to be thankful for pagdating sa ating employer. Kasi minsan, when we try to separate our emotions and to be really objective about it, parang nare-realize natin na parang, o oh nga no, naging mabait naman pala kahit pa paano yung naging paikitungo sa akin employer or yung company. Then, focus on that energy and use it to motivate you na, sige, kunin ko na rin tong opportunity to give back for those times na naging mabait sila sa'yo. Now, kung talagang hindi talaga, kumbaga, you can't recall any memories na naging 
Now by FC employer or the company and you are not getting what you deserve. Then I suggest that we try option number three. Option number three is to think of it as an opportunity to step up. At times like this, malaki yung chances na mapansin at ma-acknowledge yung efforts natin. And it's a good way to show that we can step up and we can push ourselves para magawa yung mga dapat magawa despite the situation and despite the pay cuts. Malay mo, once na nag-normalize yung lahat, we get our proper recognition and who knows, baka mapaagay yung promotion na inaasam natin. So that's a good way to set it in our mind. Para at least to keep our motivation at a sufficient level. Hindi naman kailangan yung super super bibo level of motivation because we all know that we are still coping with this pandemic. And it's really reasonable na tama lang yung energy or effort na nabibigay natin. But yun nga, we need to sustain that energy and kapag bumababa siya, let's keep our mind into the positive energies or dun sa mga na-mention natin, any of the three na na-mention ko. Para at least, di ba, we can really move forward and work with a progressive attitude. Now, kung hindi pa rin gumagana yung tatlo dahil mas nangingibabo yung worry mo sa finances, then what you need to do is to feel in control and to be in control. With this, we proceed to the more pressing question, how do we cope financially with pay cuts? The first thing that you can do is to delay big ticket spending. So, for some, pwedeng 2,000 to. For some, pwede rin namang 10,000. It really depends on ano yung usual spending mo. At pag sinabing big ticket spending, ito yung outside that range. So, normally, ito yung mga ginagastos mo na once every year or parang once every two years. Pwede rin once every five years. So, ito yung mga washing machine, appliances, gadgets, televisions. Ito, yun yung mga pwede natin sabihing big ticket items. Now, because it's pandemic, kung gumagana pa yung mga to and there's no need for you to replace them, then don't replace them. Because what you want to do is to focus on the real important matters or mga very essentials na kailangan talagang bilhin. So, ito yung mga grocery or yung mga uh, pang-boost mo ng immune system, pwedeng medicine, pwedeng vitamins. Yun, that's something that you want to focus on. Still, you don't want to deprive yourself totally. Pwede ka pa rin magbigay sa sarili mo ng konti-konting mga rewards. But yung mga big ticket items, you really just need to delay them. Hindi naman totally ini-eliminate eh. Pwede maging next year, pwede next two years. Nandyan pa rin yan. But what you want to do is to preserve your funds. Kasi mahirap na na once na nangailangan ka, wala ka palang mahugot because nabili mo na pala siya ng something na hindi mo pala kailangan as of the moment. The second is you tap onto your emergency funds, but only when available and only when necessary. Sinabi ko siya na only when available because not all of us nakapagsimula na na magkaroon ng emergency fund. Pag sinabi nating emergency fund, ito yung savings na nilaan mo to cover 3 to 6 months of your monthly expenses. So if you haven't started building this fund, then you may want to start now if your current situation permits you to do so. Otherwise, you may begin it after things start to improve for you. 
which is probably after ng pandemic na to. But what's important is, pag umokay na yung lahat, is you start to build that emergency funds. After all, ito nga yung mga kailangan natin paghandaan, yung mga situation ng ganito. And it's better na maging handa tayo. Na-mention ko rin kanina na to use the emergency fund only when necessary. This pandemic could be exactly the reason why you started the fund in the first place. Pero if your current income can still accommodate your expenses, then it's still not emergency. Kasi what you want is to really preserve as much as possible yung emergency fund mo so that when the appropriate time comes, doon mo lang siya talaga ang gagamitin. Or sige, if ever man na kinailangan mo siyang gamitin temporarily, what you want is to always fill it up para nagkaroon ka ng opportunity to do so. So sige, ngayon kunyari, uh, dahil medyo na short ka nga due to the pay cut, what you can do is to draw out from your emergency fund. Pero once you get the chance to fill it up again, you fill it up again because yun yung concept ng emergency fund. Ang gusto mo is at any point in time, meron kang equivalent of 3 to 6 months worth of savings in case of any life emergencies. So the third one is to rebudget and tighten your expenses. What you want to do is to keep your expenses lean, which means you need to simplify your lifestyle. So, huwag kang magalala. I mean, this is just a temporary thing. And it's normal din naman to feel a little sad about it because hindi mo may enjoy yung mga normal na dapat mo sanang na-enjoy. Pero, this is an action for you to feel and be in control. And, yun nga, lilipas at lilipas ito. It's better na parang to sacrifice now kesa maging mas malalim pa yung kailangan mong sacrifice in the future dahil lang ayaw mo i-let go yung lifestyle that you used to live in. Now, kung naaalala nyo pa yung diniscuss natin nung episode 3, which is regarding uh, discretionary and non-discretionary expenses, magiging useful siya ngayon. Because what you want to do is to focus your budget and spending sa mga items na non-discretionary expenses. Ngayon, if, if hindi mo pa na papakinggan yung episode 3 and you feel lost hearing the term non-discretionary, then it would be great if babalikan mo yung episode 3 or pakikinggan mo yung episode 3. Personally, what I do with this item number 3 is ako kasi, I do my annual budgeting near the end of the year, which means bago magbagong taon. Ang ginagawa ko is, i-factor in ko kung ano yung sa tingin ko would be my earnings for the next year and i-factor in ko rin kung ano yung sa tingin ko would be my expenses. So, ilalatag ko doon per category. Let's say, eating out, uh, tulong sa bahay, what else? Mm, let's say, shopping, may konting allowance din doon. Tapos, meron ding uh, health, at meron ding mga travel, or any other categories nandun. Nilalatag ko siya. And may mga amounts ako nilalagay doon based on my previous year na spending. At the same time, yung feeling ko na should be my expenses for the next year. So, after hearing the news na magkakapay cut kami, ang ginawa ko was to check up my budget again, then revisit yung expected earnings, in- in-reflect ko dun yung magiging impact of pay cut, and in-adjust ko rin accordingly yung mga expenses. So yung mga items na feeling ko kaya ko papaliitin or in-adjust, in-adjust ko sila. Dati kasi, or what I normally do is, 
nagbabudget ako sa pagkain ng mga pang eat out. Whenever I get stressed or parang I needed to go out in a restaurant, meron akong budget na inaalat or extra budget inaalat para sa mga ganong events. Ngayong pandemic, nangyari is nag na-translate itong mga budget na to to deliveries. So whenever I get stressed working from home, parang ginagawa ko ay mag-order na lang ako. But after hearing the news, sabi ko, ah, mukhang kailangan ko i-adjust. So, ang, ang ginawa ko was to cut down some of my delivery. So, kumbaga dati kung tatlong beses ko siya ginagawa kada buwan na mag-order ako online for uh, delivery ng food. Ginagawa ko na lang is nililimit ko lang siya sa 1 to 2 times a month. So, yung mga ganong klaseng pagtatighten of your expenses, you can apply it in other aspects of your expenses. And ikaw yung makakapagsabi nun eh na pwede ko pa bang bawasan, baka pwede ko pang itighten. Siyempre may mga items dun na talagang fixed na you can't control. Pero dun tayo mafocus sa kaya pa natin paliitin. When you do this kasi, you are giving yourself better control of your finances. And when I say better control, even if may pay cut ka, magagawa mo pa rin na ma-meet mo yung mga financial obligations mo. It's possible, but you need to do a lot of sacrifice. If things are starting to be problematic, yung tipong na-adjust mo na yung dapat i-adjust, pero wala pa rin eh, then what you can do, which is the fourth item, is to find alternative sources of income. So ano, ano ba yung mga pwede nating maging alternative source of income ngayong pandemic? Kasi alam naman natin na jobs are getting scarce, medyo mahirap makakuha ngayon ng bagong jobs, even sidelines, medyo mahirap. Ano yung pwede natin gawin to catch up with our expenses? One is for sure aware na kayo doon, which is nangyayari all throughout online selling. So, you may ask, ano yung pwede mo ibenta? It can be anything na kung meron kang kakilala who can give you supply of, let's say, bag or or any other items like food, pwedeng meat, pwedeng grocery, then go for it. Ang pwede mong gawin is to sell online and then magpatong ka lang ng reasonable amount and then yun. At least by doing so, pwede kang maka-earn ng income na pwedeng mag-compensate dun sa nawala mong sweldo. And also, if you are passionate about something, let, let's say baking or cooking, pwede mo rin gawin is mag-start ka ng online food business. Kanyari, uh, yung mga nauuso ngayon na bake sushi or let's say leche flan. Anything na sa tingin mo you are capable of producing, then go for it. Kasi wala nang masama doon. And sa panahon ngayon, all of us are trying to adjust financially to this crisis. It's just fine that you are selling online. Next is if ever man na talagang hindi mo forte yung magbenta online ng mga goods because one, baka wala kang kayang mabenta in the first place or second is baka talagang you're not into baking, you're not into cooking then what you can do is to be an insurance agent or join a networking. Alam ko may negative connotation pagdating sa mga ito pero this is the time wherein you need to set aside yung hiya and pride because umaasa sa iyo yung family mo then this is going to be a dignified kind of job to do and if it will pay the bill why not di ba so yun at least you have options what's more sad kasi is if you feel lang na, na parang 
wala naman na ako magagawa eh wala na akong mapupuntahan that's what we are trying to avoid parang what we want to do is for you to have option so that by having option you feel like having more control of your life so that's number two number three is if you're good in speaking in English you can try teaching English online Meron tayo yung mga platforms like RareJob, ganun, na magtuturo ka ng English sa mga Japanese students or sometimes sa mga Taiwanese or Spanish. You can grab that opportunity because they are paying per hour. It will be good for you to be part of that one and earn teaching online. We'll be exploring more of these in our future episodes. And then we're going to expound also yung mga items na na-mention ko. But it will be a lot kasi to discuss and squeeze into this particular episode. So, we're going to discuss it next time. So, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you were able to pick up something out of it. But what I really want to, to say to you is that if you're feeling sad about getting a pay cut, kapag talagang, alam mo yun, nawalan ka ng gana, what you need to do is to understand yourself more and acknowledge ko ano nararamdaman mo. Then after, once you go beyond that stage, you take little steps to move forward and then to find ways on how you can improve the situation. Or kumbaga, mag-focus tayo dun sa mga bagay na kaya mong kontrolin. Which is yung mga na-share natin dito, uh, improving your motivation mindset, improving your finances by taking actions such as delaying your big ticket spending, adjusting your budget, or finding alternative sources of income. Ito yung mga makakapagpabigay sa iyo ng better control of what's happening. And then by having control, nakokontrol mo din yung emotion mo or yung attitude mo toward this event of having reduced pay or yung tinatawag natin pay cut. At the end of the day, what we want to really promote is yung proactiveness. Focusing on the things that you can have better control and then allow it to have a positive impact in our mind para at least we can function better and move forward better. So thank you very much guys for listening to this episode and I hope to see you soon. We're going to talk about a lot of things. Ito yung mga bagay na makakapag-improve pa sa atin together because we are doing this together. I'm your Kaperang Goat, remember? So yun. Uh, very much excited in our future talks and in, in our future episodes. Please follow our Twitter page, that's at Kapenanggot, or like our Facebook page, at Kapenanggot also. Thank you everyone, and I'll see you next time.